What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Matt Brill, here to tell you guys about my friends from Big Friendly Productions. Now, they specialize in creating merchandise for bands, artists, and even lifestyle brands. With their in-house equipment, they can provide shirts, branded hats, and more, as well as some graphic design services. They offer order fulfillment to handle your online orders and ship your merch straight to your fans from their shop. Down in good old Birmingham, Alabama, baby. Now, whether you are getting your first shirt, you're just starting out, or you're going on a 40-show run, hit them up for all your merchandising needs. Check out their website, bigfriendlyproductions.com or shoot them an email, merchandising at bigfriendlyproductions.com. Now we're going to get into the episode. This is Outside the Round with Matt Brill. Also make sure you guys like, rate, subscribe, tell your mama and them. And for more details and uh, to get in touch with the rest of the familia, visit raiserowdy.com. Now let's get into it. Outside the Round with me, Matt Brill, a Raise Rowdy podcast. This is Outside the Round with Matt Burrill, a Rage Rowdy podcast. Well, yeah, dude, how the hell are you doing? Good, Fucking man. John Langston hanging out, episode one of our Outside the Round podcast, the rebrand and the, and the Rage Rowdy family now, yes, dude. Sir. How the heck have you been doing, bro? Been good, man. We've just been busy as all hell. I mean... Hitting the road hard this year. I mean, we've been uh, uh, let's get rowdy tour started this year. We were at uh, hit it hard the past you know eight weeks, I guess, and uh, got a little uh, break this weekend. JD's getting married, so we got a little little time off the road. So shout out my boy JD getting married, breaking the curse. I hear you. So I'm imagining you were on the bachelor party for that, right? Did you guys do a bachelor party for JD? I wasn't there. Oh, you weren't I wasn't, there. Okay. I wasn't there. I had I had a uh, a private show I had to do, but apparently it was probably <laughs> I don't know. I would imagine it was I, a good appa- time. Apparently it was a great time. I got a I got a lot of good videos uh, sent to me, and uh, I can't say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. You've no, got a, you've, you've got an awesome. awesome crew around you on the road, and we I know do. a lot of. I do. Like, we're, we're tight with Brad, tight with Ben Grubbs too. Which yeah, Ben, man. Ben, I met. Um, I used to work at Dogwood, just doing security. Oh yeah. And that was right when Ben was there when that place opened, just like I was. And he had another guy that was running center named Jake, and we called them Timon and Pumbaa because I couldn't remember their names when I first. <laughs> all the security guys that were Timon and Pumbaa. Grubbs is, a, is an awesome I'll, dude. I love I'm, I met him at Dogwood oh, uh, really? for the first time there. I was doing a round with Cole Taylor. It was kind of it's funny how that one happened. You know, Cole Taylor loves playing golf. We go golf every now and then, and he just texted me out of the blue one to say, "Hey man, do you want to play a round on this date?" And I'm like, and we were talking about golf like earlier, yeah. so I'm thinking he's just talking about golf. So I'm like, yeah, dude, sure. So a couple weeks go by. <laughs> And I see a flyer on my Instagram pop up, and I'm like, you know, getting tagged in. I'm like, I guess I'm playing around now. A round round. <laughs> a round round. I didn't know it was a round. I thought we were playing a golf round. No, it was funny. So that's how I got. Uh, and then Groz was, uh, he was working sound there, and he got me all set up and everything, and met him. And and uh, and I, I think it was, you know, I didn't know a year and a half later, now he's running my, running my ship, you know, when we're – you know, out on the road doing sound. So he's awesome, man. I love, I love what he brings to my camp and, 
And, uh, you know, he's he's fun, man. He's, he's young. He keeps us all just on our toes, man. I love it. Yeah, because you guys have been road-dogging it for a very long time. Yeah. Like, you guys, that's one of the biggest things, I think, that, that the fans gravitate towards you is the live show yeah. and the, the energy that you have on stage and, and the, the fun you have with the guys. Like, you have such a good, like, family out there. So to bring a young guy in, like, gross, oh, that's yeah. cool. It, keep, it keeps us all young again, good, man. Good, good touring gig <laughs> yeah, for him. Exactly. Break, break the kid in. And um, I've so I've um, my first time seeing you was actually in 2019. It was um, my buddy. I was working with my buddy Ethan Willis at the time. It was at Slide and Ride, Martin, Tennessee, bro. Let's go. The place Let's with the go. legendary pawn shop next yeah. door with. Where you, you, where you go in there and you, you can make a great purchase only in Martin, Tennessee. Every time I would go play the slide and ride, I would go get like a, a gun every time in yeah. that little poncho. I got like a twenty two pistol in there. Use it all the and time. And then the it's store, awesome. and then the, the sign of the store next door, <laughs> bongs and dongs in Martin, Tennessee. And Martin, Tennessee is just such an interesting place yeah. because there were only the two bars. It was a dry county that right. had two bars. And slide and ride just had a wild energy to it and that was so i saw you there then and then i saw you in 2020 right before the world shut down oh my god one of y'all's last gigs before covid oh yeah and i'm pretty sure like i was i i i was pretty sick so i don't know if i had it or not but oh yeah because i remember being was... out the road with, i was working with uh, gary and charlie at that time with muscadine yeah. and it was just such an interesting an interesting time because it was like we were all all of us were out there gigging and That's it was right. just just kicking off the year what was going to be a great year 2020 i mean we just got off the morgan tour like yeah. you know it was and we're actually in the middle of the morgan tour and and it was like things were ramping up my single's going great on radio and then bam world stopped and i was just in last show was slide and ride and literally didn't play another show for a whole year yeah to that day actually yeah really it Crazy. was a full it was a full, full year march full year 12th later. i think it was where was the first show back uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, yeah. so you you kicked yeah. off, got oh, out of that. that kicked slump. it back off, and then everyone had their you know their barricades and stuff. Yeah, and everyone's trying to like. Is get... that the Roxy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a cool spot. And Atlanta's yeah. got. I mean, for you come from one of the. To me, it's like you you can't go to a, go out to a bar here in Nashville and hang out with other songwriters or artists or people in music and not have at least one one guy or girl in the group not be from Georgia. Like everybody, there's such a, a population of Georgia folks here. And the time that you were you were coming up, it was kind of the the start of. I mean, there'd always been Georgia folks coming up right. here, but but seeing you and Travis yeah. and, and JR and Cole mm -hmm. coming after the the um the Luke Bryan like it's like the peak of the Luke Bryan era right. and FGL yeah. and all that man. You came up in such a cool time. It was also a great group of guys. I mean me and Ray Fulcher moved up the exact same day. You yeah, know, Ray's we, were another one. we were talking about, you know, hey man, where where you at? I'm on right behind you on seventy five, bud. <laughs> you know, like so it, it's just really cool to see all like, you know, that group of guys and and everyone's success and just like how everyone's journey is just you know went different ways and just awesome to see how it's all you know it's been a long 10 you know nine ten years it's been crazy and cool to watch your friends um chase their dreams man it's you know we didn't know what we were doing we we're just like hey man we're just gonna you know try this thing out you know we didn't you know i didn't know i knew like two people when i moved you know three people ray you know Travis and Jordan, and I haven't really met Cole Taylor yet, so it's just, uh, you know, I met him when I got up here and everything, so it was, it was really cool to meet those guys and 
and us all you know learn together and stuff yeah was it awesome. tough to leave the local scene of georgia because the gigs down there you just have gigs for days yeah with all them college towns and yeah shout out to the old peach tree tavern the and, the gin, tavern, and, the gin. and blue water down in valdosta That's right. That's and just right. so many spots yeah and uh back in the day it was rum runners down in statesboro oh, god bless statesboro god georgia bless that statesboro. is one of my favorite places that i've ever been i mean i'll tell you what I, there's some memories down there there are some memories man it's a uh, you know <clears throat> when i was first you know starting out when i, I went to school at gardner webb in north carolina so i feel like every other weekend i was just driving down to georgia somewhere whether it's statesboro or valdosta or you know athens and i you know grew up 30 minutes from athens so it was a nice little ride home and uh you know go play jinko and like generals like <laughs> i remember when i told the bar owner i was like hey man just let me come play for free and next time like i'll take the door I'm just trying to get my foot in the door you know what i mean and it's just uh you know that whole circuit was just it's a it was a great way to cut your teeth and like you know people love country music people love music in general down there and especially in those college towns and and uh you really learn how to Work a crowd, see what works, what doesn't, and uh, man, I, I, I mean, I'll be the first to tell you, like, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just having fun, and I didn't even know I was gonna do it for like a living. It was just like something, you know. I got hurt playing football, so, um, you know, I was just like, hey, man, this is, I'm having a good time. It makes a little bit of money, and uh, you know, and uh, it wasn't much. It was just you know, free bar tab, <laughs> and I get to fill my truck up to get back to school, yeah. you know, and. <laughs> But uh, it wasn't until people started, you know, singing these songs back that I was writing it, and I was like, man, this is this is cool. This is what I'm gonna chase. Yeah, there's nothing better than a show in like Athens, Georgia, and they're singing back one of your early yeah. songs, like like a Forever Girl, like some of those songs that you guys <laughs> yeah. are writing with within, like songs that you're writing with your buddies, figuring mm -hmm. it out, and you see it start catching in the college markets. And I mean, guys like Brantley Gilbert were doing this early on. The like Corey Smith, I mean, that... those are kind of the forefathers, and oh, Colt yeah. Ford, and 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 uh, and those guys. Where it's like you start out in the college towns, and you just keep growing the circle around Athens. You keep growing the circle around Mildred, and then you cross yeah. over the Bama line, you cross right. over the Carolina line to like places like Wendell's or the Blind horse saloon or even smaller coyote bars at joe's the, oh like, dude coyote uh, joe's that's man. one of my favorite places to play dude um alan is he's, one of the best he's the best man he's uh, he treats us like family man and yeah it's just uh it's it, Feels like going home every time we go back. Dude, yeah, there, there's, and that's one, something that I've, I was really excited about having you on this podcast because we've done, we've probably, I think we've been to probably so many of the same venues oh, yeah. over the years. Um, and the Southeast to me, coming from New York, I didn't know what to expect when I started working with Gary and Charlie. My first weekend with them was um, Huntsville, Alabama at the old side tracks there. Oh, it was my first night meeting Bradley Jordan and uh, Thomas Trainer too, the Peachtree Boys. Yeah. And then the second night was at the Crazy Bowl in Macon, bro. Brag Jam. And I got introduced to the South real quick, learning. Because <laughs> Macon's a wild Crazy. one, too. Oh, Macon. I remember my first time playing in Macon. It was a Whiskey River. I don't even know if it's still there, but opened up for Cole Swindell there, acoustic. I was like a deer, deer in the headlights, man. I had, this was my first time like playing in front of a like, big crowd. And, yeah. uh, man, and, and going to Crazy Bull and stuff. And Bragg Jam was huge, you know. And, you know, it's just – it's. The fans there are wild. They're wild. I mean, you yeah. never know what to expect. Yeah. You never know what to expect, man. It's uh they can be <laughs> they can be pretty interesting. But I remember when uh me and Travis played there one time, that was when it started uh, the shotgun and thing and we were starting to do the shotgun thing and and uh 
and then next thing you know, there was like ten people on stage shotgun. I was like, "What's going on? I it's have a, no idea." But it's this a is party, great. dude. You guys were doing ticketed shows and running them like the like the frat party college bar thing, like that you guys yeah. came from, and people love that shit. Yeah, man. We uh, we did the uh, Peachtree Tavern. Uh, we did uh, um, we did a thing with uh, uh, Derek Chipwood and. Uh, and he, they came out, and uh, Peach State Pride, you know, was sponsoring the little tour with me and Jordan Rager and those guys, and and, uh, and that's exactly what it was. Everyone just knew what they were coming to. They were coming to a party, and and that's what you know. I kind of, you know, I I love that about the energy of a show. It's just you know, people came there to have a good time. And this is what we're gonna do, and we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna drink some beers, and you know, it's just like you know, good buddies sitting at sitting around at a fire at the house. You know, that that's what the kind of thing I want to bring to a show. Yeah, and Peachtree. So I never got to go to Peachtree Tavern. That was before before my time of being in yeah. the scene down here. But that was that was Bradley's joint that he owned, right? Yeah, yeah. So what? How did you first get hooked up with Bradley Jordan? And because you kind of got to watch that whole Peachtree yeah. thing take off, to Man, being I, the biggest promoters in the southeast now. Actually, got. My first time, me and Jordan Rager went to Colswindale's in 2013. Went to Colswindale's uh, uh, showcase down there, and as before, I met Carrie. You know, my manager Carrie, yep. she was man, you know, manages him, and um, and I didn't know anybody. I just was going there with Jordan Rager, and he knew Bradley Jordan. You know, he had him come play at at the tavern, and um, I was just sitting there, just watching this whole deal go down, and it was just awesome to see. I was just so, I was such a big fan. I had the Cole Swindell, uh, burnt CDs, you know, like beer in the headlights, yeah. uh, you know, Luke ended up cutting and, and I was just, I remember being 20 years old in there going beer in the headlights, play beer. I was that guy that day. I was that Tell guy. I was that guy. I play the hits. Yes. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, I'll never forget that, man. It's just, it's so cool to, uh, and then I met Bradley that, that night and, uh, you know, we didn't like, uh, oh, let's work together, put me on shows, but we just, you know, introduced myself, and uh, it wasn't until, you know, probably six months later that we started doing some shows, and, and I got put a band together, and, you know, and because uh, it was a little rough up until that point, you know, really learning how to play with a band. My first time playing with a band was uh, actually at a a frat show in uh, Kennesaw State. Ooh, oh, Kennesaw, that, baby. Oh, oh, yeah. The Delts of Hazard Party. Ooh. Oh, flatbed trailer. About 800 college kids, man. Open up for Chase Rice. Uh, no security. At, of course not. <laughs> ask, ask us hard about it. It's crazy. It's uh, It was fun. and But, uh, you know, I got a call from my buddy, um, who was uh part of who's like the chairman or whatever in charge of it and he said, Hey man, you uh you wanna play a full band show? I know everyone's loving this Forever Girl song. I was like, Hell yeah, dude. Let's go. And so uh I was like he's like, It's full band, can't really pay you nothing, but it'll be good exposure for us. <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> so I was, I called up my my buddies down in um in Atlanta where I just recorded those songs I had in a basement and I was like, Hey, can we put a band together and go play the show? They're like, hell yeah, let's do it. So we stayed up all night, rehearsed, went the next day, like zombies, just like, just like trying not to mess up. And, uh, man, we played the show and it, I mean, it's so funny. Look at those pictures. I mean, we were so green. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> I mean, though, it bro. was awesome, man. Like we were just making noise. <laughs> we were just up there just having a the time, man. And, uh, playing, you know, 
everything from I think we play like round here, FGL, yeah. like drunk on you was like top of the world, you know. Uh and it was just it was a good time. But at the end I played Forever Girl and uh it's, everybody was just screaming the whole song and I was just like floored by it and it was I got yeah, you know, and right then right then and there I knew that's what I wanted to do. It was awesome. Yeah, first full band show, have the crowd singing back in original. It was, yeah, it was crazy. It was that's when I knew I was like, man, that's what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. How how were they hearing the music at that point? So you had the music out on like yeah. at that point it was like iTunes, man, like early days of Spotify. Were you like a big YouTube guy, was, like on Vine and shit? On Vine or? and YouTube, like those are the days, man. Oh Vine. <laughs> it's amazing guys. what ten seconds can do. Six or something. Yeah. Six yeah, seconds. Six seconds. Yeah, man. I was like it was, it was it was crazy, man. There were some videos I went viral on on Vine that were like with my dog. We're just doing funny videos, <laughs> and then like I would do some you know singing videos and stuff, and those would take off a little bit. And then what was really helping us out was uh, the YouTube, though. YouTube was just you know going crazy because it was so easily shared on Facebook and stuff like that, and throughout other social media. So, I mean, that's kind of how. It, it's kind of spread like wildfire, especially that song. Yeah, and in that era, too, I mean, you had Gary and Charlie doing what they're doing. Maybe oh, a little yeah. later than that with their Musket Eye Mondays with old Money Matt back oh, in the yeah. day and, and Luke and Taylor Ray Holbrook and, like, yeah. the guys that were coming out. So you moved to town, you said, same time as Ray. So that's, yep. what, 20, 2014. 2014, man. Yeah, man. Coming up on 10 years. Coming up. Coming up. Did you did you like live in the city? Because I know you're at, you're far out of town now. Which congrats on that, by the way. Thank it's nice, you. Nice to it. have nice to have a spot yeah. with some land, and you come into the city when you need to, and exactly. you don't gotta navigate through yeah. the Mumbrian and division every oh, night. Man, and deal I, with the chaos like you did oh, ten years ago. Exactly. It, it's it's it definitely keeps me out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I moved to uh, uh, Bellevue when I moved to town. Uh, it was like fifteen minutes from town. I literally had never been to Nashville in my life. Never didn't see the didn't go to visit the apartment or anything. You were just <laughs> like, this looks good. I was it's like, in the this budget. looks great to the budget. Why not? Let's go. Do you have roommates? No, I, I just had a little one bedroom because I didn't really know anybody. I wasn't really, you know, everybody I, you know, the two guys I knew they they already had, you know, they were already rooming together. They didn't have no room for me, so <laughs> I was like, wasn't be like, hey, let me sit on your couch, even though, you know people do that i was just like man i just want my own space i had a dog so yeah. i was just like man i'll just go get in this little spot over here and see what happens yeah. and then were you at that point like because at that time and still even to this day like whiskey jam is still a yeah. huge thing and ward I, I call ward the godfather he's a guy is. that hosts events and does stuff in town like that sure we refer to ward gunther as, as oh, the godfather man. you know but at that time you have ward doing his thing you have revival starting with revival with big rob and those, huge, yeah. so we're what were you those were the days were you getting yeah. out and playing at those yeah. spots those yeah were, me and luke combs you know back in college like um me and him uh he would come down to Gardner Webb and we'd go play the Mexican restaurant <laughs> down in, in Shelby, North Carolina. And I would go up in there and play Klondike with him and, and, uh, tavern and stuff. And, um, and those early days, like we go to revival and he would come in from North Carolina and sleep on my couch. And then like no for the shit. weekend, Oh yeah, man, it was, those were the days, man, where, you know, going to revival was like, and, and then whiskey jam just back and forth every week, man, just networking and meeting people and, you know, the excitement of being in a new town. 
meet new friends and stuff. Back when awesome. you could smoke cigs behind the stage at <laughs> right. Winners, right. which now you can't even vape in there. I've switched oh. to the vape. I've like, I I'm not buying cigs, but I'm nicotine knows this. I'm not buying cigs, but I'm like, I'm bumming them. I'm that guy. I'm, I'm turning to my buddy Ryan oh, Nelson, where I'm just bumming. I'm like Ryan Nelson. I'm just bumming cigarettes <laughs> everywhere I go. Um, but like, I was hitting the vape the other day, and they, the security was like, "You know, you, you can't do that." And I'm like, "Whoa, what are you talking about? But now what kind they, of places?" But I'm like, "This this isn't this isn't my winners." But now right. you go upstairs, and they've got like the smoke. They got like the hangout up there and stuff. But I, how 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 wild would it be if you still had that? Like, I want to. I wonder if you still if you could dig that up a graphic of you and Luke Combs oh playing gosh. an acoustic duo Mexican restaurant. I think, it is somewhere. <laughs> I think it is. I think it, you can scroll down through my Instagram. It's probably because I saw Lane and Bradley on the um, on the sixty five South account recently shared a um, Riley opening for Luke at Zydeco oh, yeah. oh back in the which you probably have memories of Birmingham oh, too. Yeah, Zydeco. You guys were just at Iron City not too long ago, yeah, right? Iron City. Yep. It's a cool spot. I love it. Birmingham's just a wild town. It is. It is. I mean, especially those early days, man, in Zydeco, man. The, the, <laughs> the, the, everyone's crammed in there, like sardines, like everyone's just sweaty. Them low nasty, ceilings. Them low ceilings. Them lights are just beaming at you. You're sweating. You're throwing your hands up. You're just splattering sweat everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, there's yeah the, the, uh, the bathroom situation oh, like off there in the corner of the green room with those old couches that you know oh, some man. shit's been going down on them you couches. You know, you know it, man. You just you just stand up the whole time. What was your first uh, <laughs> your first gig outside of um, outside of like the Georgia outside of like your home base of Georgia first and Carolina? Gig outside of it was actually um, another fraternity show in Alabama. It was at Troy University. Me and oh, Jordan dude. Rager went down there. Troy's wild too. Yeah, Do it, that it, whole area of Troy Dothan, yep. like they're they get in South Alabama parties. It was like DKE, I think. It was like a, they called it the Deep Dynasty. It was when Duck Dynasty was like huge. Oh, and so they were doing camo? like everyone's in like camo, like my kind of crowd, you know, <laughs> yeah. like everyone's like done up in their waiters and everything for this party. I'm like, yes, let's go. No, it was awesome, man. And and uh, yeah, I told you know I didn't have enough material at the time. Like I just had like three songs, and like I knew like ten covers, and they want us to play for two and a half hours. <laughs> And so I called Jordan Rager. I was like, hey, man, I know you, like, you want to come split this time with me? <laughs> and, like, we can just, like, tag team this. He was like, oh, yeah. And it was at the time, it was so funny. He was, like, still, like, he was, like, 19 and, like, just out of high school. And, like, I remember, like, you know, he hadn't been too far away from home. And I, like, he was like, man, I know this is going to sound weird, but, like, you got to meet my mom before we go to this frat party. <laughs> I was like, well, take it. Mama Rager is awesome, by the yeah, way. I've met right. her a few times. She's awesome. She's awesome, Connie. I love I I I love his family and I'm I love them, man. And uh but yeah, we so I finally met her. She was like, Okay, you, you you can go to this party and go play out of out of state with some random guy, you know, like <laughs> she didn't know what kind of guy I was, like, oh, I'm gonna take we're gonna get get wild out here. No, <laughs> we're man. gonna break we're gonna break yeah. in, JR. Exactly. No, man, it was Ended up being awesome, and um, you know, so that was my first time playing out of state. And then, um, you know, I was up in North Carolina for school, so I was playing up there a good bit. But between North Carolina and Georgia, but that was my first time in Alabama. Were you a Bourbon Street guy at Auburn? Did you ever do any we shows there? We did do there. 2015, Bradley put us in the Bourbon Street room, man. One time, I got to do it once. Because Auburn was another spot where like a yeah. lot of just stuff came out of like oh, those yeah. college, and then like Druid City in Tuscaloosa. Right. Was a wild time, and then opened up for like Sam Hunt and like Corey Smith at, in Auburn before, and it was awesome. And then we were just in Rome, Georgia, not too long ago, 
and Peaches. Peaches. Formerly the brew house. Formerly with, brew to house. me, the most legendary green room in all of country music. Gosh, I mean. Upstairs. I mean, you could film some movies up your, there. Your, your name is all over that place. But <laughs> all those, on those walls, there are there are John Langston signatures. Played and Musk and I signatures. And they keep the bottles that they give to to you guys on the riders. So there are bottles really? of Crown and Crown Peach. There's just like I would say there's probably what, there's probably like what like 25 30 40 50 like crown bot yeah that's insane they kept um last time I was when I was there last time I was there with Trey because we've been there we were there twice uh, when I was out with Trey there was a they um somebody the somebody in our crew I guess left a pair of boxers or underwear and they stayed they have it stapled. They have it. They have it stapled on the wall, and it says Trey Lewis with the date, thinking it's oh. Trey's fucking underwear. But I sent a picture of Trey. He's like, "That's not mine." That's, that's he's, amazing. He's like, "Those are way too small to be mine." <laughs> but um, but like there, there's this history to it, and I think there's a video from back in the day on YouTube of you with Gary and Charlie playing acoustic. Oh my god! At the brew house, like the history of that place. From like you can't talk about country music now with like like the like guys like yourself and combs and riley and muscadine all coming up playing that circuit that era had to just be so much fun it was man it was you know because we're all learning together and we're all just like trying to figure it out and it's cool to see all our you know you know growth and like seeing you know the different you know the growing fan bases and pe the more and more people coming out to those shows and like outgrowing those places and just you know seeing and uh, especially Muscadine boys, like just seeing what they're doing now, man, I'm so happy for those guys. And, um, you know, it's like we're, you know, when you move to town, you go to Tenderiff and you talk about those times that we're doing now. And, like, and, um, man, it's just, it was a really cool time to um, work those different markets in, the, in that whole circuit between in the Southeast. Because, I mean, I feel like, a lot has to do with the the kind of fans like the the passion they have for that for music and all kinds of music like we all have our own different styles and things uh we do that are, you know are so different so awesome and and um man and just seeing the fans how they how they gravitate to certain things and how they come out at shows and shows and like they've been there for us since and they haven't gone anywhere oh, like they're i mean they're just the most loyal amazing fans and it all started right then, and you know, in that time and there, and in in that circuit of bars. Like, yeah, and awesome. they'll and they'll have fans that will follow you for a whole weekend run. Like if you're oh, in the Carolinas, man. you'll see them in, in Charlotte, then you'll see them in Greenville, <laughs> then you might see them in Myrtle Beach if you're playing one of them Sunday boathouse shows love, out yeah. out on out in uh, Dirty Myrtle at the boathouse, baby. Yeah, one of the worst load-ins. Oh my goodness. Pushing down the ramp down to the little, that little island stage that's right, out there. Right. And, that no sun, room for error right there. That sun no just beating down on you on that damn <laughs> Sunday afternoon. Path. Dude, yeah, you're loading in in the sun. The sun's up there nice and high. And then right as you right as you get ready to go on, like the sun's setting. It's just right in your eyes and shit. You got all them wild Carolina rednecks on the hill just looking down at you. <laughs> you just got done with a three-day run. It's your fourth show of the weekend. You're yeah. just like, all right, boys, one more. And then the crowd's yeah. really good. And, then, and you're and like, okay, this is you why a, we did gets this. Get you a fifth win in. and Yeah. Yeah. No, it's awesome. I love that, like. You know, you 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 were you've been in it and you've seen that. And Dude, like, I've been broken down in vans before. Yeah. I've been, and it's funny when we had um one of the one of our bigger issues that we have. We had our our trailer like our our axle on our something with our trailer happened where one of the wheels one of the wheel bearings fell forever. Right. My first call was J D. Groover, oh, and I was like, J D. What do I if do? If anybody knows, it's that man. Like we've seen it all. 
We have seen it all. Sometimes, like, I'll just feel a, something in the bunk or whatever, and I'm like, oh, God, what now? And he's like, don't worry, boys. Got it under control. And I just know he's got it. Yeah, he, know, was, he yeah. he's He's been through the ringer. Dude, I remember having him on here, and he told the story about his trip out to – his bro trip out to Colorado, I guess. So you guys were going oh, yeah, out there. yeah, got robbed in St. Louis. He got robbed in St. Louis, <laughs> and then went to, a, went to a Rockies game and did this and Insane. that. And <laughs> I think we went through, like, three trailers in, like, two months. I mean, we left one in Wisconsin. Did he tell you about yeah, that story? Yep, oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> Just left it in a Walmart parking lot. Told the insurance, we're like, sorry. <laughs> There it is. Drop and, the pin. and you still and you still Insane. and you still found a way to get to the get to the gigs and do it, man. But that's yeah, part of man, the road that's life. Part, that's part it's part of it. It's just it's a grind, man. And um, just being around guy, you know, the whole crew, but just guys who can embrace it and just be like, well, this is this is how it is, and and not just getting down or having, you know, because it, it it can be easy to get down out there and and uh, but just having guys that are just you know. Have good spirits and just especially in a band and trailer or in the early days in SUV yeah or a fucking right. church what, man whatever yeah. you whatever you can get your your hands on to yeah. get from point A to point B right. like there's guys I mean I'm sure you probably did the pickup truck or the SUV thing back oh, yeah, in the I did day a pickup truck for a long time and then SUV a few times and then did the church man thing for the 15 passenger yeah long time. Did that for a long time. What What was yours? Was it a four, was it a forty three fifty or was it? A it Chevy was the or? it was the Chevy Express. The Chevy Express. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I've for I've sure. I've driven many miles in a forty three fifty. Man, <laughs> if I, dude, I I'd rather go back in the truck than go back. Yeah, the, dude. The van. Just, yeah, because how many guys were you were you packing in there? About eight. About eight. Yeah. yeah so everyone, so some guys are sharing rows. Some, some guys are. You know, stacking. Yeah. And then were you pulling a trailer? Or were you fitting yeah. all the stuff in the back? Okay, yeah, pulling, pulling trailer. Driving, driving. Um, Especially I, going down those big grades in the in Virginia. Virginia and. Um, we had some. Uh, talk about Asheville, like the Black Mountains, North yes. Carolina, bro. Or Colorado. Are just smoking and just trying not to die and run yeah. off the mountain. Yeah. yeah, dude. Crazy shit. And then the, then the windshield wipers stop working or this stops working. <laughs> the vans, man. That's they just There's always something with them. Driving through the blizzards and middle of illinois or buffalo getting, yeah yeah they've set you up north in the winter oh, right man, man. What, was, got, what was your first run up north in the winter because that's oh culture gosh. shock for yeah, you we being got, a georgia boy yeah we got uh we got snowed in at the mohegan sun one time uncasville i Uncas- love that place that's where i'm from New that's York. one of my that's... favorite like casinos ever they so hook it hook up. it up you just they give you a car and they got a chick-fil-a there and you're yep. just like chick-fil-a and roulette all day <laughs> yeah dude. until it's time to play you put you put your money on black or red you big you big casino guy when you guys go out there <sighs> I yeah, <laughs> but so JD when we first started hitting the road, um, 2016, he was like, I mean, I knew how to play blackjack, but I didn't know how to play. Like I would just, I was that guy who like the the veterans up there were pissed off at me because I wasn't playing the table. Yeah. So JD was like, What are you doing, dude? And you're like, It's how you play it. So every time we go, we play blackjack, and I, I love roulette just because I love I have these numbers I play, and. And I uh, play the hot numbers. You should play the hot numbers. And so we were in Mohican Sun, and I won $3,500. Nice. In like 10 minutes. And they had the pit boss come down and check me for like magnets or something. They were like scanning me. I was like, what are you? I was like, I swear, man, this is all luck right here. Yeah. I'm not trying to uh, ocean G right now. <laughs> yeah. And you said you got snowed in? We got snowed in for a day. Yeah, it was crazy. How much? How- I mean, it was just like we couldn't get the van and trailer out. 
I mean, it was literally like because that's kind of near like that's that part of Connecticut that's like out there right. like towards the coast. So the snow builds up differently. Yeah, it was there. it was a little different. I, I mean, it was uh it was definitely past half. You know, we couldn't even get out of the parking lot. It was like up to the bumper, and we tried to get out, and we said, "Screw it, we'll just stay for another day." Have you done a New York City show yet? Did got to do uh, open up for Cole Swindell in uh, in New York City. So you, you that whole load in is crazy. So you got to like yeah. How many get, how many tickets you guys get? Everybody gets at least one ticket. Yeah, we got a couple. I was gonna I know, say. I know it was it cost like. A I think it was like seven hundred dollars to get our stuff over there with tickets and like renting a like a, a truck to get our stuff over there. All the tolls, all the tolls, everything was crazy. God, that was, that was like, man, that was a fun tour. That was two thousand sixteen, I think. Did you guys eat well when you were up there too? Did you guys get the do the pizza thing? Or we do actually the, do the cat's deli thing or any of that stuff. Man, I don't think we. I mean, we did get to go. <laughs> we did. It was we went the night before. And it was the night Trump got elected, so that oh, was that wow. was crazy. That's my Whoa. first time in New York City, dude. What a time! See, I was actually you could fl- hear a pin drop, dude. It was insane. Yeah, the first it that, was insane. That night, funny enough, was my was me coming back from my first trip ever to Nashville, Tennessee. Really, was the night was the night election night, twenty sixteen. What a time! So I was I was I was getting back to New Jersey. <laughs> I went to college in New Jersey, bro. You talk about a wild time. I was the guy that had a country radio show called Redneck Radio at a college in New Jersey. That's amazing. The day after the – and, and I had my show that week, and people were freaking out. They were like, Redneck Radio. It was just like, Trump stuff, this, that. And I didn't even talk about it, but they were just like freaking out. It was That's amazing. Great. It was wild stuff. But um, another city that I really like is Chicago. I and, love Chicago. And JD said that Chicago is his favorite. You got one. You guys yeah, know how to do Chicago. We know right? how to do Chicago. We get, I mean, go to the cut, get a steak, go to uh, was a uh, the the Mama Hubbard's or something. Mama Hubbard's. I like Portillo's. Yeah. Oh, Portillo's. I'm still great. newer to Chicago, but I get my Portillo's is great. JD was was um looking. He loves down. that deep dish pizza. Yeah, yeah you go to Luminati's. Luminati's. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I mean. Have you done the festival up there? Have you done Windy City? The Snow Windy Cup? City, yeah, we've done that. Ed, Wor- Ed Worm, the Godfather of, of Chicago. Oh man, he's and man, Joe's he, on. Weed he's Street. another like a legend, just another legend that you know always takes care of us. And man, we love going on Joe's on Weed. I mean, that's a that's a special place, man. I mean, the hospital I, there my, is great. It's amazing. That balcony, you get that whole little bar area. You get a whole there, bar to creamy. yourself, and you're just like looking down, like okay. And you see it start filling up, and you just get you amped up. Yeah, there you go. I love it. But uh, but yeah, Chicago, man. My first time playing there, I didn't know what to think. You know, I told the guys, I was like, "Hey, man, like, it's the first time up here. Crowd might be light. Let's. We haven't heard the ticket counts yet, so let's." It was you know sold out, wild as hell. People screaming. Like I was like, "Man, okay, countries, you know, they up here. Yeah, they up here, man." And I was talking, you know, some fans and stuff and meet and greet. I mean, they were driving from everywhere though. It was awesome. I think that's what I admire about, you know, these fans and stuff too that support um, my music is just like they'll they'll travel and they'll they'll come out of the woodworks to come support us, man. And it really means a lot. Like you said, like a bunch of people <laughs> will come to multiple shows a weekend and just kind of follow us around. And I think that's just the coolest thing. And uh, you know, they they come like you know part of the part of the crew, you know, because it's like you, you can expect them there and they're 
you know, sing with you, and and they, you know, and they're always there for you. And, and they buy merch. <laughs> they buy merch. And they drink their asses <laughs> off, so the venues love it. The, yeah, the venues love <laughs> they it. Get t- the ticket sales are great. The energy of the room's great. They might get a little, <laughs> little extra rowdy in there, especially up, up in like up like because you've that's um what's cool now with me being in the Ray's Rowdy family. I've still yet to go. I've never been to Jurgles or Dusty Armadillo or Country Concert, which are like the Ray's Rowdy Dusty trip. Armadillo. I'm, yeah, I'm going to Country Concert this year with Nikki T, which is going to be a blast. I hear it's just the best Huge. festival ever. It's, BYOB it's, four days. It's insane. There's craziness. Wow. But I want I want to experience Dusty Armadillo and Jurgles are like two venues that I hear like Warrendale, PA, and Man, um and I heard uh Jurgles was get the best part about Jurgles is they have a cigar bar in the back there's and a I, cigar bar in the back oh, of yeah, it's, the, it's the greatest part of, and i heard they're getting rid of it is it i saw i saw it on facebook because i, I follow and that's how much i love that's how place. much you love jurgles i follow the page. i follow the page man and they said they're shutting down the cigar bar and i love like i mean that's our you know that became our thing the past couple of years you know just Wind down. Hey, have a cigar at the show. We will hook you up with some cigars because we do have an hey, endorsement. That's what I heard. That's we have an endorsement with a company here in Nashville called Crowned Heads. Yes, sir. They, they yes, have sir. Um, they have a bunch of different blends, and they they send us send us uh, free cigars oh. to give out to our music friends like yourself. Love <laughs> so that. We'll, we'll Love have to have, that. have to be over for a cigar that hey, sometime sometime <laughs> soon, dude. But um, something else I wanted to bring up was like. Now that you've been in you've been in town for a while and like you remember like looking up to guys and getting brought along by guys mm-hmm. like like Cole Swindell, like mm-hmm. um like Brantley or the, the the FGL guys and Luke Bryan and and obviously you're um the like you're part of that tree. Now there's guys and girls coming up the next generation after you after like yeah. your crew, your class See, like of the, the Dylan Marlowe's, yeah, the Meg Maroney's, Noah like, Hicks. Noah Hicks. Yeah, yeah. Noah's a great buddy, yeah, dude. Yeah. I first met him. He opened up a show. We were in Carrollton with Muscadine, and he was just this little local dude. He had his long hair. It was there was long hair flow. Noah Hicks with the lettuce, and um, and now seeing what he's doing, like you're seeing all these guys and girls come up now. What's that been like getting to watch man, folks follow in Dolls' footsteps? Yeah, it's cool, man. I mean, you know, me and Dylan have become pretty good friends, you know, the past couple of years and, and just seeing his growth and like what he's, you know, he, he's doing. And I kind of look back and see his career. I'm like, it's like a flashback in my, in my past. And like, say, oh, I remember the, like, you know, like the crew, like just getting into town and like, yeah. you know, seeing, seeing, you know, the, the hype and everything. It's just awesome, man. It's just really cool to see those guys, you know, blow up into there. I mean, Dylan's going to be, a, I mean, he's a superstar, man. Um, but uh, man, it's. I just love to see you know. It, it's kind of crazy to me to think that like you know like Noah told me like yeah man like I just want to do what, what you did and like I'm like what are you talking like that's crazy <laughs> to me that like I'll do it a little bit different way but but <laughs> you know, um, it's it, I mean it's it's really cool to see you know the next class like you know take take hold of it and and be great with it and. Honestly, like, I, it's a kind of like a hell yeah moment. Like, that's awesome. Like, carrying, you know, passing on the torch a little bit or whatever. It, what, you know, I still got a lot of work. I, I'm nowhere near where I want to be, but it's just like that first step of moving into town is so huge. You got to be in the, you know, you got to be here to play the game. And, Absolutely. And, uh, you know, just that, just seeing that leap of faith from people is, just, I mean, that takes a lot of, a lot of courage and, and a lot of faith in yourself to like, you know, believe like, hey, I'm gonna move to this crazy town and give it a real shot, and just see like guys that you know, 
that you believe like you see it and like yeah man like i i totally see i believe in you and just like when i was moving to town cole swindell said that to me he's like man you like i believe in you like come out on tour with me and like luke and like just it's it's really awesome man it's really cool well, you guys on the road with the <clears throat> you opening you going on tour with those guys had to be pretty pretty awesome like full circle kind of things for it you growing up in circle. georgia listening to their music from watching cole's showcase and yeah. in Screaming atlanta beer in the yeah. headlights yeah, to being on tour with them but <laughs> but the fun you had to have had too with those south georgia guys yeah like you guys as it's like a fraternity yeah like we uh we got to uh you know we did the four-wheel drive thing for a while me cole and uh travis and jordan we would you know go to those you know we just ran the circuit and go to valdosta and Blue Water, or not Blue Water, we go to, um, yeah, Blue Water. And, Blue Water uh, in Valdosta, yeah. That's right. I was thinking Blue Room, State. Yeah, Blue, but, which is one of my well, favorites. Right. Yes, sir. Shout out to yeah. Alan William yes, and the Blue Room crew. Yes, sir. We love you. <laughs> love you, guy. But, uh, yeah, we. I mean, and then finishing out, you know, go to the gym where, you know, where so many acts have came through, and, um, and that's where I met J.D., and, and Tifton has character to it. It by does, the way. man. I it, love Tifton, I mean, that, Georgia. That whole ain't a whole lot to do, but the, the gin now do. Terminal South is a blast. It's a blast, and I mean, just the history of music that just came through there is really cool to see. And you know, me and the guys, we go do our full drive show there and end it in Atlanta at uh, <clears throat> in Decatur, and it was uh, at Eddie's Attic. That's what it is, and um, <laughs> we all be struggling on that. Two shows on that Sunday night. You guys did the Christmas thing too, right? Yeah, like the yeah. Holiday shows. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was we did that for a couple of years, and then it just got life happened. Start having having kids, your family stuff. It, it's just it, it just got to the point where when we got you know Christmas time, we were all scattered all over the place. Yeah, how's so, how's what's it like now doing doing the family thing? You got a little one, man. Around. I tell you, it's uh, a <laughs> it's it's a whole lot harder than it was back. You know. Back in those days, I mean, seriously, like, uh, you know, now when I'm leaving, I turn around and say, hey, Dad's got to go work. I love you. I'll see you later. And, like, she doesn't get it. She's like, Daddy, don't go. And I'm like, okay, I won't go. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> I ain't going. But, um, you know, they, you know, they got to come out to a few shows. Yeah, I was going to ask, have you, have you had them yeah, out? Yeah, we had shows? them out, and uh, it's been fun. I got to bring her up for uh, Dance Tonight, one song. She's got a little earmuffs on. Yeah. and. And it was her birthday, and it was really cool to spend the whole day with her. And you know, we had a show down in Alabama, and I was like, "Man, we gotta! I can't, I can't not see my little girl on her birthday." So we're, you know, we make it, um, you know, parent that we're not, you know, gonna make that work. Like yeah. I'm, even though I'm gonna be far away from home, I'm gonna, you know, make it work and yeah. talk to my little girl every day, and like, and. uh you know, it's hard, man. Like, you know, whew, it's it's tough to even think about sometimes because it, it's taken a toll on me a little bit because those father daughter songs. Yeah, hit a little man. Bit harder. It's just like Tim I got my little girl. Yeah, and like all those. I got a song called Try Missing You. And every night I'm singing on the road. I'm just thinking about her big smile and her <laughs> just, you know, I'm always FaceTiming. FaceTiming her when I'm before I hit the stage, and it's usually she's bad time saying goodnight or whatever. And I'm just thinking about that. And I'm like, <laughs> gosh dang it, like, what am I doing here? You know, I should be home. Yeah. And, but, you know, I got to support my family. I got to, I got, 
a job to do, and this is what God put me on earth to do yeah. is entertain, write songs, Amen. and do this thing. So, I mean, so that's what I'm going to do. I and, can't wait till yeah. some of the other father-daughter songs, like Cleaning This Gun by Rodney Atkins. That's right. That's gonna, that, that, to me, is what <laughs> John Langston is a dad when, when, oh. she is, when, she is, when she's growing up. God. I don't even want to think about that one, right? Take, take, him, take, <laughs> right? Him, take, take him out turkey hunting. Yeah, like, hey, down buddy, let me, a little bit. Hey, let's go hunting. Let's go to the farm. How's, how's, <laughs> you got, um, it's a Ozora Farms, right? Yes, sir. How's, how's that all, how's man, that all going? How'd that it, come to be? It's really cool, man. Um, I'm very blessed. Um, I got to purchase my, my farm in 2018. And, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's kind of just kind of grown into, I didn't really understand like what I, I, I knew I had a vision of something I wanted to do with it other than just me having a good time with my buddies out there killing stuff. Yeah, like, you yeah. know what I mean? I, or have it, you know, for a place me and my family can go make amazing memories. Like that's, you know, of course, but I want to do something a little more with that. So, you know, I wanted to have a place where, you know, kids with, you know, disabilities could come hunt for the first time and, um, or a terminal illness and, you know, their family can't afford to go take them or they don't have a hunting property or something like we can, you know, facilitate that. And we have a lodge, we can put them up in our lodge and stuff like that. So that, I kind of started thinking about that and how the merchant stuff came to be to kind of facilitate all that. I was at a photo shoot and I had a bunch of logos on with a label and they were like, Hey, you know, we don't have permission from, uh, these certain logos or whatever, and I was like, man, all right. And I, was, I was getting kind of frustrated because I, like, I don't, I don't have any just blank stuff laying around, you know. I got, you know, Carhartt, Bass Pro, yeah, you know, you know, Real Tree, all kinds of stuff, and um, so I was like, man, I'll just make my own logo. And I was like, what am I gonna make? And I was just like, well, I called my farm Ozora Farms after the road I grew up on in oh, Georgia. Cool. So, uh, so I grew up on Ozora Road. So I was like, I'll just call it Azor Farms. And then, you know, the Z, and it's got the L and the Z, and then just, you know, I just went with it and it just looked good. And I was like, the O just like, looked like Oregon. I was like, I ain't doing that. <laughs> so I was like, I'll go with the Z. And uh, it just kind of, you know, didn't take off right away. I was just, I just made the stuff for me. I wasn't planning on selling it or anything. And then um, I was wearing at shows and stuff I'm like where can i get that hat where can you know fans were like hey you know you got this at your merch booth i'm like no well, i guess i should you know so i you know made a couple orders and um sold them online and sold out like that made an instagram account for it and i just take that money and um uh past couple of years we gave it to dream hunt foundation oh, down awesome, in louisiana dude. that's great and uh so it helps you know i think we got to help 10 kids go hunt for the first time Dude, that's in huge, Louisiana man. last year before last. So it was, that's really cool. And eventually when we get on process of building the lodge right now, so I want to be able to have a place where they can come there to the, our actual farm yeah. and not just, you know, facilitating out of state and stuff like that. I want to be the place where we can do events out there, do a youth hunt, you know, um, you know, have, have, you know, sorry. You're good, dude. You're good. <laughs> Get that water. That's what we got that water out there yeah. for. Have, have talking you, about it. I ain't yeah, talking you, this much. 
No, you're good. Um, has turkey season? Have you been able to get out there for turkey season yet? As I know, my boy Gary, our boy Gary Stanton is oh going. Oh my gosh, he's, he's that going, man! He's going to more states killing turkeys than he is playing shows. I think I saw him yesterday. He was in New Hampshire or something. New, Today he's in New Jersey. New Jersey. Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah, he was, yeah, I was like, dude, you better go Crazy. get some sandwiches and pizzas. Like, man, I'm eating peanut butter and jelly. I got my, my he's meals like, all sleeping in the truck. He's like, I'm sleeping in the truck, and I'm going. To, I got to hit this state at this time because it's open he's season. Like, like, I got this permit and that permit, and tag out here and this and that. I'm he like, stays Whoa. mad at him, man. It's crazy. Yeah. No, so- I, I, I mean, we hunted them last last week. I had some buddies from Georgia come up, and um, we shot a few. I haven't shot one yet. I tried to shoot one this morning, and it was at sixty yards. What happened? He was just too far. Oh, he was just too he far. Was too he far. Just he wouldn't come in. He wouldn't come in. He had two hands with him. Wouldn't come any closer. I was belly cross, sweat my ass off. <laughs> so out of shape dude i was like trying to i was like bows and toes for like an hour and a half trying to get closer and i got this fan in front of me but it wasn't even like a full fan it was just like a crappy little <laughs> see i've never been like a I've half been, fan i've never been hunting i'm very very oh, much man, a Yankee. I'll take let's go i've never been but i i don't know if i mean i've because i've been out like i, I have a mossberg 500 i have a shotgun so i'm a gun owner so i have yeah. that so i'm kind of getting into being the southern thing i've yeah. worked with enough folks from alabama to have to learn, pick up on a thing and so i've eaten chicken gizzards and done all that shit but like it just sounds like it is a grind when you're out there like you really especially turkeys you have to work for it yeah i mean it, i mean it's 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 challenging for sure i mean it's when it's on it's on it can be really really good yeah have you, but, I have mean, you done like the exotic hunt? like have you gone up i have up man. north I, like because i know i saw it screeches up in fucking montana or something right now is he yeah he's like i mean like to me those those kind of hunts where there's a huge hike involved that has to be exhausting <laughs> like you're trying to hunt like what do you do yeah. you're out you're out or up up in the up in like big sky country yeah you're looking at this elk from like thousands of yards you're looking under your scope and then you got to call them in then you got to hike to them then you got to get the elk out of there like what do you do with you got to pack them out and everything that's insane you got yeah you're gonna be training for six months for that trip yeah i mean people do that oh people do do it like religiously it's awesome i've all i've never got the chance to do it but i've always wanted to do that but um so you're turkey and deer primarily ducks ducks turkey and deer um i've never done the elk thing i've always wanted to um but yeah i've been to nebraska and like other places the deer and turkey hunt but and duck hunt in arkansas and missouri and stuff but man i've all you know i've always wanted to go to africa and go get a kudu though yeah like crazy like yeah i've seen co i think co's gone out and done that co co finds a way to just get all (laughs) kinds of exotic shit (laughs) every other day i feel like he's out there killing something you've done some shows with him right yeah we've got alabama yeah in tuscaloosa you did a show in Tuscaloosa yes, with Co Wetzel. Oh, oh yeah. God, insane! That had to be kept. That was a. Uh, was that one of the, was that the amphitheater? Amphitheater, yeah. Oh, it dude, was, it was nuts. It was nuts. Was that your first time like getting to meet him and Dre and like that yeah, crew? Yeah, it was. Uh, we've met before, but it was our like uh, kind of first time like hanging and stuff. And man, they're awesome. That's a good group. That's they're, a, they were. Yeah. I mean, but it's cool because similar to what you were doing and similar right. to what other acts out of the southeast were doing they were doing that same grind in texas, in texas yep. driving around in a van saying honk if you need jesus on the side of the van <laughs> doing it doing it their way but right. playing those same kind of college markets right. private gigs mexican restaurants whatever they had to do yep. and now it's it's cool that that's a cool i would love to see that show <laughs> you and you you and co that has to be just energy out the roof yeah man it was fun i was i was trying to keep up you know I got that crown bottle just rocking, and I'm just like, no. You kind of have to at that God, point with I those mean, guys, because he's a jack guy. It's, yeah, it's just like, well, it's just like the energy in the room just yeah. makes you want to just party, man. 
And it was just like, you're all about it in, in the yeah. moment. And just, but I was like, man, I need to put this down for a minute. <laughs> Middle of the set, I need to remember the rest of this set. Yeah, I remember telling, because um, I had gotten the no code through um, through Gary and Charlie, because um, they're, they're really tight, the Muscadine yeah. guys and co. Um, I remember telling Trey and telling particularly our, our band leader, Ben, I was like, hey, if they throw stuff at you, that means they like you. That's the co-crowd. Because Ben's the guy, he's like, he's like, make sure there's a barricade, make sure there's <laughs> this, there's that. No, well, I think it's on my pedal board, which I totally understand. He's been doing it a while. Right. But um, I told him, like, hey, if people start throwing shit at you at this show, that means the co-wetzel fan fans accept you that's how they are they love and, you man and we were in we were in uh salem virginia and shit just started flying and i was side oh, stage yeah. and i looked at ben, ben looked at me and i was just like dude they love you it's, you're good <laughs> <laughs> shit was just flying that was a colby colby cooper trey lewis so oh yep, yep. you go from dick down and Dallas into the freaking the co-wetzel chaos it was just wild man so you got some some new music out you dropped a song yeah. last week you got yes, did i see something about a record coming Man, EP, we got some stuff coming. Working on, a, I'm working on something that I've always wanted to work on, man. Really? Like okay. I've always wanted to put out, man. I've been, uh, you know, at this thing for ten years now, and it's just like, it's it's taken me a while to, you know, people are like, why haven't you put out a record yet? Why haven't you, you know, like I'm, well, you know, it's been a a long time for growth and and a long time of me personally as an artist to be confident enough to. You know, say, hey, here's a collection of songs that, you know, this amount is is me, and this is what I want to do, and this is what I want to say, and and uh, I think we're about there. But man, it's just, uh, I guess for right now, I'm putting out these songs here and there, just kind of leading up to uh, something bigger that uh, I'm really excited for. I think I get in trouble <laughs> yeah, anymore. Yeah, we're, we're getting the head nod <laughs> over there. <laughs> yep, I knew it. I was like, God. I'm well, I mean, it's tough too when you tour as much as you do and and playing shows and having the fan bases that you do that come out yeah. to the shows and that being such a huge part of the business and, and you having the, the crew on the road, taking the time off to make the project that you really want right. to make you have to you have to take a break from the road and it's like yeah. you get in your nature of just road warrior right and stuff like how many time, what was your biggest year you think of of number of shows how many like thinking like think over the years before covid 19 we did like 127 Dude. and then 18 <laughs> i did like one i think it was like 115 but like and then I did radio tour, so yeah. It's like, where do you find the time to record I mean, after the, exactly, recording that? I mean, exactly. I was and just have, like, and have a life. And how do I? And how? Yeah. How am I gonna be creative? I'm just like brain dead out here. Yeah. So it makes and, sense, um, and there, that's why there is like, like it makes sense. Take your time with that shit. Well, I think that know? that's kind of like the silver line with like COVID. When that happened, I got to decompress, chill out for a while, and really do some you know creative thinking and creative like work on you know my music and stuff and and i feel like you know it got to a place where i was start it was starting to click with me and what i wanted to do and you know because up from 2013 to 15 16 man i was just throwing out demos before i before i had any guidance i was i didn't even know what mastered meant i was just throwing out demos on itunes Demos in that SoundCloud, bro. SoundCloud and everything. I was just, I mean, I was, I was just trying to get out, get as much material out there as I could, and I think that's what really helped me out in the in the beginning was just throwing out, seeing what stuff, you know, seeing what stuff. But, um, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited for the new stuff. It's uh, it's exciting because I feel like these fans are going to see my like, you know, the 
the evolution of, you know, college me into, you know, now a dad and I've been doing this thing for so long and, you know, I've learned a lot and, you know, and see what, you know, been through a lot of life stuff. So, uh, you know, I've got some stories to tell in it. So that's important, cool. man. You gotta, yes, you gotta have some, have some stories to tell it. Now I gotta ask you some, uh, some, some like fun questions here. Um, of your buddies, who's your, who's the best one at golf? Outside, aside mine? from yourself, like like of their, oh, your crew no, that I'm you, terrible. who? Uh, no, you you just go out there, and drink, just, drink I, a beer, I'm drive just, the golf I'm, cart. I'm just having a good time. Uh, <laughs> gosh, like, who, I mean, like who's a solid? Who's a? There's a lot I of mean, guys that golf in country music. Yeah, Cole Taylor. I mean, he's really good. He's really good. Him or Tyler Reeve. I feel uh, like Tyler Reeve's Tyler always Reeve, on the golf I mean, course. He's a scratch golfer. I mean, I mean, he's playing with Daly all the time. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know who's. I mean, I would. Okay, okay. who's the most fun to be out there with? Because sometimes it's not about being with the best guy because you're like, damn, I wish I could do that. Oh, my God. Like getting yeah, rowdy I, in the golf I, cart. I love playing golf with Mitchell Tenpenny. I'll tell you what. Oh, that has to that's be a blast. That's a fun day. That's a fun day. If I just like, hey, we ain't worried about score. We're just, hey, we're, you know, we're rocking today. We're going to yeah. have a good time. I mean, we've we've played a few times together. It's a good time. Now I love Mitchell, man. and <laughs> It's so funny. We were. We were playing it. Um, gosh, what is that course called? Anyways, playing some some course, and we just end up just like drinking a beer every single hole. Oh, beer a hole! Beer I used to hole. do that before I got sober. I was it was beer, my I was first time doing that, and I and I definitely had to get a ride home. It yeah, was awesome. dude. Eight, eight, I mean, yeah, a beer. <laughs> it was beer, awesome. Beer a hole is, is beer a hole. That's that like scramble golf outing kind of stuff. Like when you have like the town like Just golf those... outing or something. <laughs> have you done those before? Like playing like golf outings or tournaments? I did, I did the uh, the Blue Otter. Oh, Bradley uh, and Megan, couple, over, yep. over at Old Hickory. Yes, sir. Those are fun. That too. was a good time. That was probably one of those. <laughs> we showed up and the Undertaker's there. I thought that was insane. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> Was he and playing? He was playing. He was the Undertaker play- was playing golf. He was playing golf. Who was in his group? I think he was with. Um, he's a, no Bradley was with Cole now. I was gonna say Bradley's picking a. I remember picking a team with Cole. I do Taylor. remember Bradley's playing to win the game. My buddy BT was was teeing off, and uh, the Undertaker was walking by, and they're just both giant human beings. And Undertaker was like, "Good shot, man." And BT was like, "Did you just see that? Did you see that?" That's all. I mean, I was just like, "That's fucking Undertaker, man." I just can't imagine him like dressed up in golf attire. Yeah, it was a little strange. I didn't know. I didn't really <laughs> understand what was going on at the moment. But that's wild. Dude. That was awesome. Um, that's a good time. Um, what's on the John Langston Ryder crown? Well, yeah, I figured. <laughs> it's, if not, you're spending a lot of money yeah, on crown. <laughs> yeah. Um, man. Do you even know? Do you even know it at this point, or is JD just had it, got it to yeah, I system? I feel like he's just customized it for him now. <laughs> for him, bag 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 of bo, bag of bojangles. I feel like bag of bojangles on the rider. I was like, what? I, well, because I was looking at the other day. All I, I I just like my 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 uh, notch like the Tostitos like chips. And just regular salsa. That's, I mean, and some sub sandwiches or whatever. Chips and salsa, sandwiches I'm, I'm and crown. I'm simple and just like a case of water. I just need some water. But like I was seeing, like we had some like uh, some rehab, some uh, uh, like the the um, what's it called? The monster rehab. Yeah. I was like, where are these going? Oh man, we just you know because he just did the seventy five heart, so he had like some little things trickled oh, in there. Customized so, like, it. For custom, him. I was like, okay, I see what's happening here. 
<laughs> yeah, I customize. I put cold brew coffee on trays. That was my big thing. Was like oh, them yeah. still cold brew coffees, and then Trey yes, would sir. have like the can of dip. And then it's funny because Trey's sober, I'm sober, but the band yeah. would drink enough for everybody. They'd yeah. go through a, a bottle of Fireball and a case of Miller every night. So we'd have the Miller and the Fireball Sheesh. on there. And sometimes the venue, like sort of like Wild Greg, for example, right. which I know you said you're going to again soon. Shout out Wild Greg. Um, <laughs> he'd he'd be like, hey, whatever y'all want, whatever whatever. What or talking his Minnesota accent? I don't do a good. Do you do a? Good, can you do a Wild? <laughs> I, I can't, can't impersonate. I can't do Some it. Some of our friends can do can Don't do that. Don't you know? That's Don't all you I know? We we sell yeah. out shows at Wild Greg's, <laughs> um, and he. Like he'll hook it up with like multiple bottles of yeah. Fireball, and that's when shit gets real wild. Have you played all of those clubs, the Wild Gregs? I think I have. Because there's Pensacola, there's, yeah, and then he had Minneapolis, yeah. which yeah. he just got rid of. Because he's been a, he was a, he 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 always got he's always suing. The cities that he's in. Does he, does he does he update you with? Does he give you those kind of no, updates? No, I've heard. Uh, I get texts from him all the time, being like, "Look at me on this news channel, talking like Fox he's, News." Or yeah, something. he's on national TV talking about how he's suing the city of whatever. Jeez, like, I think I I think last time we were with him down in Pensacola, I think we were. I was in the like a car ride, and I was like overhearing something like that. I'm not sure. Does he does he drive you guys around in his car? Yeah. Dude, he is the king. Of, I mean, I'm not even oh, yeah, kidding. The texting, him driving because he drove us. We were in, we were in uh, Minneapolis, or no, it was in Lakeland. He was driving us to. Uh, we were on the road with with Bob with Kid Rock, and he was driving us from his Lakeland location to the amphitheater in Tampa. And he went down the interstate, and he's like sticking his phone, like like sticking <laughs> it in like like Trey's face in the front seat while driving, but still bag. <laughs> we're like, oh man, you never know what you're gonna get with Wild Greg. Never and the load know. in is always fun. To Pensacola, they've made it oh, better. Yeah. The lift. Oh, they well, then, well, they have the lift now, right? I thought Ben the was telling yeah. yeah, the four they've lifted up over the front. <laughs> sketchy as, as opposed hell. to the elevator. It's a, it's, yeah, it's the sketchiest thing I've ever seen. I was like, my gosh, it's gonna fall. And did just your like... did your stuff fit in the elevator? Because you guys have those. No, we carts. got those those carts, so they didn't fit in the elevator. So you got to do the lift like outside the building and over into the loft thing. It's insane. Yeah, Pensacola. I'm wild. just like grubs. You figured. Yeah, grubs. Your PM. Yeah, you this is what we pay you for, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, some of your um, your favorite spots in uh, what's like what would be because you don't go out in town as much anymore because like Not you're really. you're down I'm you're, out, you're out, out of town. But yeah. if you were to come up in the town, what bar do you think you'd be going to? Man, I. What's you know, your vibe see, now? Well, it's different I'm, than it was. Yeah, it's, it's different for sure, man. I, man, I, I've been going to. Uh, Sperry's in town going to get a steak and over there in Bell Mead. I've never been to Sperry's. It's no. a bet. Like, I don't, if I, I haven't spent if I come into town, I want to go get a steak, I'm not, you know, go to E3 or uh, E3. I've been to Sperry's over there. Yeah, I gotta check uh, that out. The E three bar on the rooftop is well. That's on brand high. too. That's, oh, yeah. that's, that's all. That's all on the family. Oh yes, yeah, right <laughs> right yes sir. So I say those two places. You know, chill. Like you know, you can have a good drink and uh, good some good food. But man, I. I will find myself at Tin Roof with the boys, like you know, on a after once hours. JD yeah, texts me once sometimes, like, "Hey, they Tin Roof after hours," and I'm like, "Okay, I'll go." <laughs> tin. What does this you mean? Just like, run. And it's just people just hanging out with yep. the, where nobody else is allowed in. That's all it is. It's yeah, just Tin Roof after just hanging hours. Out. Yeah, man, it's you know, and a bunch of those guys, you know, you know, you know, forever, and you know, you got JD in there. DJing and stuff, playing oh, Neon DJ Moon JD, on, yeah. on repeat. Yeah. It's like, come on. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does have some. He does have some good yeah. bits, like on, on his uh, on his Instagram with yeah. um, when he when he does like the voice dub, where he's like he's he's playing and singing the the Brooks. Not like he was learning. He was like he was like single coming soon. There was a minute stuff. there. He, I mean, he was like really practicing. I was really, like, I was like, oh yeah, I was really impressed for a little. Like, I mean, for a minute there, he was like every every 
every show he would like grab my guitar and just like practice. Do more chords. than just make sure there's he, batteries. He'd be like, hey, come check this out. And he'd play a D chord. He's like, yeah, it's a D chord. I'm like, yeah. I love JD walking <laughs> around like on like that's now like watching from the crowd. JD as a TM like on stage before there's like just making sure he just walks around like a boss man. You got oh, a good man. crew he's, around. He's, it, and then after the show with the sharpies and stuff like you guys have it down <laughs> to a system. Man. It's a system for sure. Sometimes like he's he's so locked in. I'm like is everything okay? I'm like looking. I'm like yeah. he's oh yeah we're good we're good. And I, <laughs> I just have to make sure because sometimes he's so honed in and he's just so much stuff's going on. Sometimes it worries me a little bit. <laughs> just like I need some reassurance, bud. Make sure everything's all right. <laughs> That's uh, awesome, man. Um, favorite college town in Georgia? I mean, I guess you got to say Athens, right? I say Athens, I guess. But if I didn't have to say Athens, I mean, it's tough because there's man. so there's so many of them, and you've had good yeah. and probably bad times in all of them. More good times <laughs> than bad, right. hopefully. Probably. I know I've had good and bad times. Oh yeah. Of them. I mean, Athens is you know will always be you know you know starting out there and everything and Georgia theater and. Jinko, I don't even know if Jinko's there anymore. Generals and stuff, but forty watt and all that. But I mean, I'd have to say the heyday when Statesboro was rocking. I mean, that was just like the whole like you got Rude Rudy's right there. You got Rum Runners and Retrievers right there. Um, Dingus McGee down the road, man. It was just it was a it was a it was a cool vibe down there, and and um, but yeah. It was. I mean, it's still. You got blue room there now. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, it's. I mean, it's still like a great place to play music. I yeah, mean. I saw um, Meg Maroney was just down there playing. Oh, and her and uh, Logan. Crosby. Well, like there was like five thousand people they, out there. They had to do it outside. It's insane. She had her first Good time playing her. down there. We're on her first tour headlining ever. She's putting so, five five thousand people outside <laughs> of, outside of the blue room in Statesboro, and every girl singing back every word and guy insane. probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I saw like. She posted on our story like these guys like in her uh, hoodies and stuff. I was like, "Good, for, like that's amazing. Like it's so yeah. awesome. I'm so happy for her." Yeah, you saw you you met her when she was at school. At UGA, yeah, right. Yeah, we played uh, the played their philanthropy uh, event and uh, wow, oh man, that was a long time ago. It was 2016, 17, and um, and and she she opened and I was like, man, she's really good. Like she had some, you know, some. Uh, original stuff and and uh, she opened up for me at the Georgia Theater and and she just came a good bud and like she I'm just so happy for her success it's really you know she moved you know came up to Nashville introduced her to a few people and she just watched her shine man it's <laughs> yeah. just like you know it was, it was awesome it's so cool yeah. so cool man yeah and it is cool at the end she still says I've I've Still want the dogs to win. She keeps her Georgia roots. Man, she had on that <laughs> Tennessee jersey the other night. I was like, God almighty. She's like, it kills me to have this Tennessee jersey. I was like, yeah, kills me too. Like, kills everybody. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just messing. But uh, I guess it is what it is. Yeah. What can you do when you got a song that, I mean, Tennessee Orange, you got you to yeah. do it, man. Oh, you went, she was in Knoxville. I think. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, what yeah. you, you got to you got yeah, to play that. That's like Gary and Charlie always said, we were in Tuscaloosa. I'm like, are you going to say War Eagle? And like, no, we no. don't want to, we don't want to die. Yeah. We're not yeah. going to, we're not uh -huh. going to say War Eagle in Tuscaloosa, but we will say it everywhere else in Alabama. <laughs> I was, you know, we would, we would, I would do a She's So Georgia remix and when we were in other SEC schools. I'd be like, all right, we're going to do a She's So Bama tonight. All right, here we go. So, and it was, <laughs> Some sometimes it goed over well. So, sometimes it did not at all. She's so Starkville. She's and so Rick, Starkville. And Rick, and Rick would get a tear in his eye. 
Did you hear about his cow, by the way, that he has? Have you heard about this? The cow bill? No, he has a cow. Like, you a know, cow. him and his wife have all those animals oh, yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. Did you ever hear about the calf that he had? No. Oh, I'm gonna, Rick watches the podcast. Yeah. And he was, he was going to, like, so he told me this last time we were there earlier this year. And um, he um, told me, he's like, look at this cow. I'm like, he's like, do you know what the name is? And he named the cow John Langston. Him and his wife adopted a cow. <laughs> Him and his wife adopted a cow. We're going to throw photos and stuff in this, Ike, when you do this clip. <laughs> he has a photo. He has a cow. He has a baby calf. <laughs> And it's named Little, yeah. and he named it, it was Little John Langston. Now the calf's like that's become a, a cow. So next time you're at Rick's, because uh, when his wife adopted it, I think it was one of the times you had played there, <laughs> or you had just played there, and she was like, what do you want to name it, Rick? And Rick was like, well, we're going to name it John Langston. That's insane. So he has a cow. There's a cow there's on a cow Rick Welch's named farm. John named, and it was Amazing. Little John Langston. There's pictures. I mean, <laughs> little, I'm, I'm little, show little Johnny. <laughs> yeah, Little Johnny on, Rick, on Rick's farm, which is the most Rick's That's Cafe the, thing ever. Oh, my god! Because you've played that place probably, That's what, 10 insane. times over the years? Yeah. Oh, yeah like, that is about. one of the best clubs in the circuit. Rick, why wouldn't you tell me this, but why you keep this from? I hope I didn't ruin a surprise. He might have had a big thing going. Yeah, he like probably big... he was like going to bring it on stage. <laughs> yeah, he was going to walk it on stage. He, Rick would do that. He would. He though. would. He with would. the cowbell. Everybody yeah, everyone everyone cowbell. this cow going crazy. Yeah, you never, I, I'm surprised you didn't hear about this because he sent oh me pictures of gosh, it. Gosh, dude. No, We're I went over to his farm and like we saw the horses and yeah, showed me around now, stuff. They got a, spread there's, over there's there. A, there's a John Langston. Where's <laughs> Rick? That's insane. He's got the picture of it. I had no Where's idea. Um, oh yeah, see, there he is. See, little John, little John Langston, right here. There, You're little, little, little John Langston. And then he was like, "Just listen to the podcast. We now have medium-sized John Langston." If you scroll down, he's, he's all, he's all, she's all grown up. No he's all grown shit. up. We have little and medium-sized John Langston. That is amazing. <laughs> that to me is the ultimate love from a club owner. I, I love Rick. I love you, buddy. <laughs> Much love, baby. Can't wait to see you and little John Langston. Yeah, dude, now you got to go there. Like, that's content. John Langston meets John Langston. <laughs> oh, man, I got, I got to do it. What are we doing? Can we ASAP? ASAP, all it's right, happening. All right, all right, it's happening. Go. I love Starkville, too. Don't Starkville, Mississippi. Road trip tonight. Road trip to get Starkville. down. That's awesome, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't know about that. I had no idea. Because that message was from like, a while. He told me that story like a while ago, and he was like, yeah, I got John Langston on my farm. He's played my club now. I have one at the house. <laughs> All I gotta do is feed it. <laughs> and then we eat it. Yeah, then we eat it. <laughs> then, we, <laughs> then we all have John Langston inside of us. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. oh man. So what do you got coming up the rest of this year? You got, oh. you got some more you got some more shows. You're out in the Turkey Woods yeah. doing the dad thing and yes, got some sir. music coming. You had, had yeah. the single come out last week. Yeah, Ain't No Cowboy came out. Yeah. Man, uh, it, was, it was a really cool song. I, I got that idea from my first time playing down in Texas. Playing in Amarillo, first time ever. Ooh, that's a fun place to be oh, your man, first like, time in Texas. Probably like that's, 15 people. Yeah, yeah. no shit. It's yeah. Amarillo. That's, yeah. we've, we've had those shows in Texas. <laughs> McElroy was just out there with Trey like, a couple weeks ago, and it's like the crowd sit. They sit oh, down. They sit down. They chill. It's a weird. It's different. It's different than Georgia, for sure. Well, it's different than everywhere. Yeah. I mean, anywhere, yeah. but especially coming from the well, southeast. Well, just like the... Oh, yeah, dude. They're, yeah. They're, but <laughs> I go get a drink before the show, and uh, there's a girl sitting there. She's like, hey, are you playing tonight? I was like, yeah. And uh, she's like, where's your cowboy hat at? Just, and I was just joking around. I was like, oh, you know, sorry, ain't no cowboy. Um, just different kind of country, I guess. And she, we just laughed about it or whatever. But I had that idea. And I was like, man, that's probably a good idea for a song. And I had it in my phone for a long time. And I actually brought it up. 
in a couple rights with a few other co-writers that just didn't, you know, just no one was vibing with it. And then uh, I brought it up with Jordan Gray and Brad Wagner. We were on the road writing, and um, and Jordan's like, oh, yeah. And then Brad had a track going. It just fit the kind of vibe, and we just kind of rolled with it and wrote it in like an hour and a half. And it was, and I was like, all right, we're going to cut this thing next week. And so that's how it came to be. Hell and, yeah. And uh, I, I love the story of the song. Like, I just, you know, the the whole, like, sonically it's really cool. It's kind of, you know, it's got this, like, you know, uh, nostalgic kind of feel to it. It's pretty cool. So I uh, hope the fans are loving it. And they're awesome. and like you said, just a different kind of country. Yeah, that, just that's a something that any country. any any guy or girl can relate to. Yeah, like, I'm country. You don't need a cowboy hat to be country. Yeah, especially, yeah, especially from good old down home Georgia. That's right. That's right. <laughs> You're still can't get over the John like the, I can't the get over it. Just, uh, the, that, that cow's in my mind, and I can't get him out. We need to get shirts. little John Langston. <laughs> we need to get merch shirts. Little John, it's like, shirts with the cow. I feel like it's like Little John though, and it's like yeah, oh, <laughs> Little John, yeah, with the sunglasses yes. on, yeah. He's like yeah. <laughs> Man, what what it's show insane. what what, uh, what shows insane. what shows you got coming up? Do you know the calendar off the top uh, of your head? We got uh, Wild Gregs. <laughs> Wild Gregs in like two weeks actually. Does he intro you guys on stage too? Does he do that for you guys too? He has before. Yeah, because he, he still insists on doing yeah. that. He's insist, yeah, he he's done before. that. He comes on stage, tells the people what's up, gets in the DJ booth. <laughs> gets them rowdy. Tells the stories about Uncle Cracker oh, and yeah. tearing up the tour bus. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. Oh, you got to ask him. Like, when oh, you see him, be like, hey, was, well, he'll know because this episode will be coming out next week. <laughs> so he'll see the episode. He watches all of our episodes. Um, me, oh, like, Greg, I'll get random calls. Whenever he comes to Nashville, we, we took Wild Greg to Red Door not long ago. And I introduced him to a bunch of kids, like a bunch of like the young bucks that are new to town, like the 20, 22 to like 25 year old kids that have all moved here. And they're like, this guy's awesome because he's just telling them all the stories, all these crazy stories. Yeah. And they like all love, they're all, it's all like a goal of theirs and their career to play wild Greg. That's insane. So Greg loves it. But oh, bringing, awesome. bringing him in his people out, he always wants to go to Broadway. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to Broadway no. with you. I can't handle that, Greg. <laughs> can't do it. McElwain, I think, did. I think McElwain's, I don't know, you did that with Mike. That was uh, another guy. But um, he's gone out with Greg a number of times. And seen some shit because I don't drink, oh, so I'll tip right. out at the end of the night. But the guys that drink will yeah. stay out with Greg and right. get the full Greg experience, <laughs> which is uh, which is a thing. It's right, an McElwain? experience. It's an experience. Oh yeah, it's an experience. <laughs> it's what. So you got Wild Greg's coming up. More shows in Florida. Yeah, we got uh, some Florida shows. We got. Uh, I think we're going back to Michigan this summer. Fuck yeah! And uh, a couple places, right? And then um, Bay City, Michigan. Um, you doing Flint? Where, are you guys we just there? we were just up in Flint last Love week. Love the machine shop. Oh my god. The sandwich shop yep. next door, bro. Those Insane. cheese things. You wouldn't think. You wouldn't think a place where you're not supposed to touch the water. Yeah. You're... Ridiculously good sandwiches. <laughs> I mean, right. who would have thought? <laughs> I know. I'll tell you what, one place. If you ever go to bed to eight second saloon. Oh, I love that place. Tama yeah. Tamale place. I haven't been to the tamale place, but I've been to that menu. Best tamale you'll ever have. Really? In it's Indiana place, in Indianapolis. Indianapolis, right next door. It's amazing. I think it's called the Tamale Place. It's literally just the <laughs> most Indiana thing ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's legit. It's awesome. It's good. But uh hell yeah, man. Sweet. Yeah. That was my phone. That was my phone vibrating over here. <laughs> um, but um but dude, I really appreciate you appreciate you coming oh, on. Man, this is fun. Man. You're you're a guy that I've I've looked up to having worked with other guys that have come up in the in the scene of the southeast and and because um, when I was first starting with Muscat, I was when you guys all put out "Damn I Need a Dirt Road." That yes, was that sir. era, and then I love that. and it's it's cool to have you on, and and um, 
We have you as our first guest on Outside the Round, That's like good. in the Rays Rowdy family That's too. Right. Which, That's like right. what better way to to kind of get the the Rays Rowdy um, merger going than with than with Mr. Rowdy himself, John fucking Langston, man. Perfect. It is it is just absolute perfection, man. Well, <laughs> I like dude, that. I appreciate I like that. I appreciate you coming on, bro, yeah, for real man, and, and hanging. And um, guys, make sure to uh, follow along. I'm sure you already are, but follow along with our boy John Langston, and um, we will be posting a picture of little John. John Langston on the social media account. So shout out Rick Welch and uh, Rick's Cafe in good old Starkville, Mississippi. We love you, Rick, and uh, we love little John Langston. Um, be sure you guys follow John on all the socials. Stream the music. Go out and see his show. You guys will not regret it. It's one of the best shows in country music. High energy, just a blast. Uh, so get out there, buy your tickets, and uh, be sure to like, rate, subscribe. Of course, check out RaysRowdy.com for all of the outside the round stuff, and uh, check out our events at Live Oak. Also, shout out to Big Friendly Productions, BFP, our friend from Whaletail Media, Saxman Studios, and our boy Mitch Wallace with the Digital Marketing Agency. This has been Outside the Round with me, Matt Burrell. Y'all have a great rest of your day. I ain't never been the kind for staying one place for too long. I ain't never been the best at saying I love you to a girl I love. Only got a couple tricks on my sleeve. They usually just make them leave So we